Welcome to Conversate, our podcast where we engage in conversation. On this week's episode, I, Aaron, and Kevin are talking about the biblical concept of cleansing. This may sound like an obscure concept, but it's not. You wash your hands, your hair, your silverware every day, and you're washed clean by Jesus Christ alone. We want you to know that this is a good word for you, and as always, we hope you enjoy this conversation. Kevin. Hey, Aaron. I'm going to stop calling you that eventually. Are you? Well, probably not. Hey, well, welcome back. It's been a been a week. Yeah, two. Oh, yeah. I meant, yeah, I didn't mean two. I know what you meant. We skipped a week. Yeah, we were out of town last week, Stevens Point. Uh, great little conference. Uh, see some brother pastors. Saw, saw see some brothers. Yeah, your brother was there. Your brother Doug, right? Yeah, my older brother Doug is a... Uh, he is an assistant campus pastor at Concordia University, Wisconsin, and was there representing the university. So that was nice. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we're we are uh, we're back here. Two weeks ago, mm. we uh, we uh, demoed our a little bit of our new technology here. We teased the fact that we that we have some new technology, but what we didn't know at the time, oh man, is that we can. We can tell funny jokes. Yeah. Well, I think we knew that already. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> but if the joke is really funny. Yeah. You got a good one? Uh, uh, this is the first one that comes to my head. But Uh-oh, always dangerous. Because I've been telling a lot of puns lately. And my wife asked me to stop telling police-related puns. Oh, why is that? Uh, I don't know. She just doesn't like that much. So I said, okay, I'll give it a rest. Ah! <laughs> Man, you see what we did there? I, arrest. <laughs> the crowd loves it. They do. Man. They're all about that pun. And, and now they're not about it at all. They're not. They, Very... they don't even know. They don't even know what just happened. Yeah. So we got buttons. We got we got a couple of buttons and uh, we will use them sparingly. Yeah. And only at appropriate times. That's right. <laughs> like right now. Okay. Listeners, we want to take this minute just to Feature this nice sampling of a jazzy song. There you go. We should use that to introduce the theme of the day. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Well, let's try it one more time. Okay. Have you ever felt uh, like your hands were dirty? <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, we'll work on our timing. <laughs> oh, uh, shoot. I think I missed, the, uh, yeah, I missed the assignment there. You did. Anyways, <laughs> our theme for the week. Yeah, cleansing, cleansing, cleansing. You and I are both drinking water, <sighs> doing a cleanse. Not really, just an just, just a Tuesday afternoon cleanse. We've had too much coffee today. Yeah, so water time. But water is cleansing. It is. I love. Do you love the flavor of water? I, I love water, dude. I love the flavor of water, and then people are like, "Water doesn't have flavor." Oh, I know. And I'm like, "You don't know what you're talking about." There's there's even different flavors of water. You know, if, depending on if you're drinking from chassel or houghton or no i don't know if it changes by that small of a distance but people talk about their local water being really good you know mm-hmm. oh i, I like yeah. water sometimes sometimes when i get really thirsty mm-hmm. i actually uh i've almost actually gotten like panicked where it's like i'm so thirsty and then like i if i'm not near water it's like how am i how am i gonna get quenched mm-hmm. it's water mm-hmm. and then it and then I find some water. That's my but. daughter every evening before dinner. She just goes, water, water. <laughs> How do you ask, Lily? Give oh, me can, water. Can I please have water? Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you may. Um, yeah, water's good. Water's uh, cleansing. Good. 
cleansing. It, it, you know, it is really, I like, I think it's so refreshing. I have to drink a lot of water. I went through a period of time in college where I wasn't drinking that much water. I was drinking a lot of soda, mm. uh, like filling up. <laughs> I got this 32, if you can see this screen, if you're listening, I'm holding a 32 ounce water bottle. I used to fill this thing up with Mountain Dew. <laughs> Really? From the calf. That very same one? No, this is like iteration number four because I lose things and break things. Uh-huh. Um, but anyways, I, I came home and I had five cavities. So, uh, yeah, and then I started drinking water. Mm. Water's good. Water's good. Water's good. Yeah. But we talked more than just water. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's funny coming into this week, you know, this week and knowing I was going to be preaching on cleansing. I mean, I was vaguely familiar with the biblical notion of cleansing. And I thought it was like more abstract, maybe, you know, for like here's, but then I was like, wait a minute, no, it's not. Hmm. Cleansing is like super common. Right, right. Well, there's that, uh, of course, in our daily living, right? The, the washing of hands, the, yeah. the bathing, bathing of children, right? Very mm-hmm. practical, washing dishes, all those. Mm-hmm. Baptizing a lot of stuff. Yeah, baptizing a lot of stuff. Uh, but, but for sure, in terms of the, the biblical idea of cleansing, um, purity, holiness, all that stuff. Mm. It is, it's everywhere in the Bible. Oh man. Yeah. Um, and, and I think like, I don't know, we, we, I, I've learned very much to appreciate the, the old Testament Mm -hmm. and, and to love the old Testament because learning the old Testament actually makes Jesus make sense. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Um, Uh without, without the old Testament, we really don't understand all the terminology that we use to describe who Jesus is. Sure. Right. I mean, we sing songs here in church about the, you know, the blood of Jesus, you know, washing us clean and that kind of stuff. And you know, like, like if we, we stop and think about that for a second, yeah, we're like, how does blood, blood doesn't make something clean. Blood stains stuff, you know? Right. Um, so we have all the, all these kind of images. We talk about Jesus being the perfect sacrificial lamb, you know? And again, like if you, grew up in the church, you've spent any time in the church, you've heard these things, you've sung these things, and maybe we just take them in stride as like, ah, uh, that's just, just church language. Church talk, yeah. right? But somehow makes sense in a weird sort of background way, but not, you wouldn't be able to explain it. No. So, yeah. I mean, what do all those things mean? And a lot of it comes to this idea of cleanliness and uncleanliness, whether you are, um, you know, living the life that, that God has designed for you and, and actually like living in life, you mm-hmm. know, living in God's life and the way he's designed it, um, or you're living, uh, contrary to it or your life looks contrary to it. Um, and so, uh, you, you know, the whole idea of clean and unclean, uh, and I, I'm going to hold on, I'm going to make a little, little, uh, note here. Oh yeah. Kevin, Kevin and I are working on our new technology and we're holding these microphones. And I, when I go like this, I think you can hear it. If you're listening closely, I can. we're working on a big reveal for the hundredth episode. And when I say big reveal, I mean, <laughs> that, big. that big, bigger than the first one. Maybe not. No, it's not quite gonna, this big. It's not going to be it that big. It sounds cool to hear this. Oh, man. The thunderous applause. Yeah. I want to find, there needs to be a way to fade that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyways, if, you, if you're if you listening and not watching and you hear this kind of noise, that's mm. my microphone. Anyways, um, but the whole idea of cleanliness and uncleanliness in the Old Testament, in the it, it, it really enters 
I think for the first time, right when the Israelites are wandering in the wilderness mm -hmm. after being released as slaves in Egypt and they're in the wilderness and for 40 years and during that wilderness wandering, God is forming his people into the kind of people that he wants them to be. Mm -hmm. They've got the tabernacle set up, which is their, their portable tent. Tabernacle means dwelling place. So God actually dwelling there and to be present in the worshiping community and in the camp, um, one needed to be clean. Be clean. God's a clean God. Yeah. That's what he's about. He actually is. Yeah. Well, he's clean. We use other words like holy, mm -hmm. pure, perfect. Um, and so if you think about it, it it's really that um, God can't, stand sin mm -hmm. well he create. i mean his whole design for this world right like the master plan was one that was pure right clean, unblemished unstained i mean he's god is like an artist and if you're an artist and then some guy comes you know walking by while you're painting your masterpiece and sneezes on it <laughs> you're like what the heck guy <laughs> i i actually watch this show sometimes called impractical jokers <laughs> you ever seen that show uh i i know loosely of the concept so it's like uh you know, um, I watched just for laughs, similar concept. I yeah. Think. So it's a kind of a candid camera show, but yeah. the, the people who are, you know, being taken advantage of are, well, it's, it's really not to embarrass the, the people, but it's four friends. That's and, it. And, and they, one of them is yeah. like out and he's got an earpiece and three of them are on a microphone. They tell them to do, telling stuff. Them to do certain things. Yeah. So one of them is, uh, I was watching is, is like kids, uh, kids in an, in an art class like a painting class or whatever. So, and the guy is the instructor and then he's instructed to come behind the kids after they've painted and just paint a big X. Oh no. <laughs> it was the, what they say it was the saddest thing. And the guy that had to do it, he's just like, <laughs> I don't want, you know, shattering so these children's bad. hearts. Yeah. 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 Cause you don't, I mean, it's something of yours that you cherish, that you love. Yeah. You don't want to see it get dinged up, marred, damaged, right. any of that stuff. And that's God, right? Yeah, yeah yeah it's just like us right so he can't he can't stand it and uh and and therefore in the old testament um people are actually uh, they're not really allowed into god's presence well right only the only the only the high priest you know and only mm -hmm. on certain days and, and moses is invited into god's presence but he's got to you know veil his face and that kind of stuff and so mm -hmm. um you know, you just can't, like a, a sinner cannot be fully in the presence of a perfect and holy God. Mm -hmm. You get incinerated. Yeah. Yeah. It's like getting too close to the sun, right? It's like the Ark of the Covenant in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. They open it up and the dude's face just melts, yeah. you know? But I mean, like in some sense, right? Like God is, God is so holy, so perfect, like something flawed. Well... And that kind of makes sense, I suppose, in in terms of like uh, if you're if you're trying to refine something, mm -hmm. right? So like a refinery, the blemishes don't they can't last. Mm. They they get refined out, you know. Like mm. like it's just that's just what happens because this is what this thing does, and that's what God does. So like to try and go in His presence, like I can't, like I'm gonna erode, right? Yeah. Right. And so so in the Old Testament in particular, as you mentioned in the book of Leviticus, there are all these laws pertaining to cleanliness and un uncleanliness. And, uh, I mean, I'll be honest, it's, it's a bit confusing. You know, uh, I read through all of Leviticus 13 and 14 and I mean, 
you're just like I mean, it's like the it's like a like a policy manual, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got we've got policy manuals here at church and stuff too. And if you just read those out of context, you're like, "What does?" I mean, it's okay. So if that if A happens, then B has to happen, and then you know, it's like, uh, I mean, not the most exciting, not the most invigorating. No, read. but but let's get. I mean, let's get to the point. Like, yeah, uh, just to say it clearly, you said it in your sermon, but the whole idea again just to reiterate and make it very clear the whole idea of in the old testament of clean and unclean was uh clean things were associated with life mm-hmm. because god is associated with life right when you're in god's presence god is life he's the giver of life the sustainer of life the provider of eternal life so god is god is a god of life mm-hmm. so clean things are are life-giving things yeah anything that looks like death so in particular, like leprosy, which is a, a skin disease or a myriad of skin diseases. Basically, it's like you can see that the person is sick. Yeah. You see death on them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's unclean. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so any, again, so that's, that's the whole point, right? So be associated with God, be associated with life. And those are clean things. Things associated with death are unclean. Yep. And so that was this, that was the system that God established and that his people lived by for, you know, a uh, solid 1500 years or so and, yeah. uh, uh, or more. And, uh, and so, so that's what they, that's what they had to go by until, until Christ comes. Right. Right. And that's when things really, that's when things change. Start to shake up. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause I mean, there's so, and this is, I think this is terminology we don't always necessarily pick up on. This is why you're saying the old Testament's so huge. All of this Levitical stuff, these policies and procedures, it's all a part of this covenant between God and his people. Like, hey, here's the ground, like, this is how it looks for us to do life together. This is how you're going to walk, because I want you to be this people of life. And then Jesus comes, and it's it's not like he's doing something out of step with what God had done. He's the fulfillment of it. But it's kind of in a way that people didn't expect. But, you know, he says, I've come to make a new covenant, mm-hmm. right? So... That means these old ways of being, it's not like they were completely different than what I'm establishing now, but yeah, you don't, we don't follow the book of Leviticus, Mm -hmm. you know, when we come to church, we don't do these rituals uh, because, uh, because Jesus comes in and establishes this new uh, covenant with us, but it's still a covenant of life. Right. Right. And so that's what, that's what we see Jesus doing in his ministry. Jesus bring, Mm. Jesus brings life Mm -hmm. in his ministry. Mm-hmm. Right, he heals the sick. Yep. Uh, he gives sight to the blind. He unstops the ears of the deaf. He makes the lame walk. Mm-hmm. Uh, lepers are cleansed. Mm-hmm. He raises the dead. All of those things are the bringing life mm-hmm. back to people, restoring life, healing them, raising them from the dead. So this is Jesus' presence is a life-giving presence because. Jesus is God in the flesh. God is God of life. Jesus comes to bring life. Yeah. yeah. And and that's like his whole mission, right? I mean, he even says it like pretty much outright. Like, I did not come for the healthy. I came for the sick. Mm. I came for those who need cleansing, who need healing, mm. you know? That's who I'm here for. That's such good news. That's such good news because, I mean, you know, you hit on it in the sermon, but this this whole idea of Jesus touching Mm. a leper Mm -hmm. you don't do that 
Right. You don't do that. The the lepers were were outcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if if they were able to be healed, and the the priest could determine that they were healed, they could enter back in the camp. But for a lot of these diseases, they just didn't heal, and so they're just right. They're just resigned to have to live outside. Now, by the time that Jesus is around, things are things are different because it's not, not people wandering in the wilderness anymore. The Israelites, they're in Jerusalem. They've they got a temple. They've had a temple. The temple has been destroyed. They've <laughs> they got a second exile. One. They've got a new one. <laughs> Jews are all over the place, but so it looks a little bit different, but, but the whole idea of like lepers still being unclean, that was very much still prominent. Yeah. We didn't, it's funny. I, we didn't read the verse in worship, but you could go read Matthew chapter eight, verse four. I left it out of our, our reading, but Jesus literally tells the guy, Hey, go, to Mo- go to the priests and do what Moses prescribed in the book of Leviticus. Yeah. I mean, Jesus tells him to do the very thing that like would be the normal thing mm-hmm. because now this guy has been cleansed. And you think about it. But he didn't do it. He goes out into the streets and he tells other all the people. Can't keep and it then, And then Jesus, uh, there's so many people want to come see Jesus that Jesus has to go outside the city because he, if he's in the city, there's too many people. So the crowds have to come to him. Yeah, skip town. Yeah. Get out of Dodge. Yeah. 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 So, uh, um, uh, yeah, Jesus comes cleanses. I mean, he's, he's, he's doing for this guy. And I I was just thinking like sometimes in life, you know, you think about, you get a bad, you know, hand or whatever, bad feels like you've been dealt a bad deck of cards, like being a leper, you know, in the community of Israel, that's a bad deck of cards. But if you're, if you feel like that's your life, it's not a, it's not a, that's not a word of God. That's not a testament about God's opinion towards you, his heart towards you, mm-hmm. right? Because that's this leper here, you know, he's wondering what's the heart of Jesus. Here's this leper. I know you have the power, you know, are you willing? And Jesus says, yeah, I am. Absolutely. It's so clear. Yeah. The leper says, will you reach, you know, will you touch me? And Jesus says, I will be clean. Boom. How, I mean. It's no question. Yeah. You can't get much more clear yeah. than that. And that's a, that's a beautiful, a beautiful thing. So uh, it is, it is, it is incredibly good news though, that Jesus comes for the people who are sick, for the people who are broken, mm. you know, um, because if Jesus is willing to go to the, to the, to the furthest outcast, mm-hmm. he's willing he's willing to go anywhere in between. Yep. You know what I mean? So we, we see this in Jesus work. He goes to the most extreme lengths, but because by going to the extreme lengths, he includes everybody on the way to that extreme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So and that's why, I mean, Jesus even goes to death itself mm. because if Jesus can conquer death, I mean, death is the last enemy that needs to be destroyed. We have all these other things. Yeah. In life like sickness, like broken relationships, like bad governments, like <laughs> I mean, you just go down the line, and we got all this stuff that we have to face. And so, Jesus, if he's victorious over death, it means he's victorious over right. all the things. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. He can't be stopped. I shouldn't talk die. about victory yet, though, because that's next. Oh, week's that thing. is, that is. Right. But yeah, but um, you know, it, and it's a good word too, so that you know, no matter, no matter what has gone on in your life, no matter what you're struggling with right now, because we all struggle. Like this is just reality. This is that 
It's the, you know, it's this disease. Leprosy is like an, a metaphor basically for sin. Um, but we all have sin. We all have this disease. We're ridden with it. We don't have to hide it from God. He knows it already. He knows it. I mean, there's no point in hiding. And the whole, like the whole reason Jesus came is to actually heal us of those things. So don't feel like you can't be open to God about it. You don't have to hide it from him. Uh, just share it with him and just be on. I mean, like, especially, you know, it's tough because sometimes we, <laughs> I don't know, I have a, a love-hate relationship with sin, you know? Like there's certain sins I'm like, man, I really don't want to give that up. I, you know, I do this and it makes me feel good. But is it actually good for me? I mean, this is like the mirage of sin. No, it's not. It's always, you think you're drinking delicious, cool water. Delicious water. But it's sand, you know? It's, it's gravel <laughs> in your mouth. Like it's, like sin is never good for you. And that's why God can't stand it because God is a God of life. Like he wants you to have, John 10, life and life to the fullest. So he He wants to eliminate, he wants to cleanse us from sin. And it's not be, like, I just, I feel like I had this idea uh, of like holiness, you know, or to live this holy life. And it's kind of like, don't have fun, you know? Yeah. No, that's not, God's not, he's not a downer of a guy. Uh, you know, Jesus' first miracle is basically about bringing joy uh, to, to the people he's come, uh, come, come to, to live and to, to love. Um, so we kind of just have to get out of that mindset. Like God's, God has a good life vision for us. And that's the whole purpose of this. So if there's something that you're, you know, dealing with and you feel like it's making you distant from God, the reality is like, you're the person Jesus is walking down the mountain towards, mm. you know? Yeah. Well, and I heard you say, and it was, uh, it was, it was convicting. I couldn't think of anything in particular, honestly, but um, you said something like there are, you know, are there sins that you you don't even like you feel like you can't show to god mm -hmm. you know which is it's just silly to think about like somehow we think that i mean we're so embarrassed by our sin i think mm -hmm. like you know if we're being honest yeah and there are a lot of those things that we don't we don't want anybody to know about mm -hmm. so we, we just hide it in our darkness and then somehow we think like oh i can't even talk to god about that one mm -hmm. i can't even like, what does he think of me yeah i I, you know, I'll hide it from him too, which is mm -hmm. just foolishness. Uh, you know, we believe in a God who, <laughs> who knows all things. <laughs> right. Right. Um, and, but, but I like, I've worked with people before who have been stuck in certain sins and, and it's plaguing them. Mm -hmm. And I've said to them, have you ever, have you ever specifically gone to God in prayer with this thing saying, God, I don't, I don't want this anymore. Mm. You know, take this from, I want, I want to hate this sin. Will you, will you please take it away from me? Um, and most, a lot of people have said, no, I, I've actually not prayed that deliberately. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe we'll pray, God help, like help me. Yeah. But to take that, that thing, that thing that, that's trying to control your life and kill you, mm -hmm. to actually give that to God and say, will you free me from this thing? I don't want to like, I, I want I want to hate this sin and flee from it and run from it. Cleanse me from this thing. Um, and a lot of people have said, I've never, I've not prayed that specifically, Yeah, you know? And so I've, I've tried to implement that in my life. And um, I, I don't want this to come across as like, you know, I can pray away my my sins, you know, mm -hmm. completely and wholly. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'll tell you what, like <laughs> there's freeing 
power Absolutely. in being that deliberate. And I mean, you spoke even in, in your sermon and in an open invitation yeah. uh, to people about co coming to either of, of us as pastors. Um, obviously you can do this with any Christian person. It's just your, your pastor's call is to be the, like a sure and certain mouthpiece of Jesus that, that, that we're going to, we're going to speak Jesus to you and not some sort of fluff that we heard in a self-help book or, or right. something like that. So, right. um, and so you can, you can come to us and speak those things out loud and confess them mm. and have, have the words of Jesus forgiveness mm -hmm. spoken over you. Um, so that is an open invite uh, to, to any of you at any time, you know, if you're, and it's, it's oftentimes helpful when you're particularly stuck. Yeah. Well, and it's it's just like I, this is you from several months ago, so I'm going way uh, way back on this one. But uh, you had the sermon where you're talking about kind of like the devil's tactic, and uh, one is to isolate. Like mm -hmm. that's one of his tactics, right? Is yeah. to get you alone, right? Get you away from the community. And uh, I think that's some of the danger when we get trapped in these sins is we're so afraid. I mean, if we're afraid even to utter it to God, man, we are isolated. We are alone, and we can't. This is this is what Scripture tells us. Like we can't. Uh, we don't have power over sin. Sin has power over us. God's spirit has power to break the chains of sin. Mm. So it's like, that's what you need, man. But if if you're feeling like you can't talk to him in that moment, um, yeah, that's tough. That's gonna, and that's how we feel a lot of times. We kind of feel like we confuse God's feeling towards sin as a feeling towards us. Oh. And we could not be further from the truth, right? Wow, that's true. Like God is ravished with you. That's why he died, you know, like he, it was for joy that Jesus uh, endured the cross, Hebrews says. Um, so uh, yeah, we, the heart of God is revealed in that Matthew 8 episode. And, and I hope you know it, that God, uh, he, he does love you. We say it a lot, but it's true. God loves you. Um, and, that's not, and that's not based on you shaping up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he wants that for you because he loves you, like any good parent. Exactly. You know, like you want your kid to grow into a, just a good, mature, you know, like capable person. God wants that for you, man. And it's, uh, it's, a, good, it's a good thing. But, uh, but yeah, don't confuse his feelings towards sin with a feeling towards you. Right. Yep, you're not your sin. You are not your sin. Yeah. Yep, that's not your identity. Your identity is child of God. Yep. Right, and, and this is where, you, you know, you rightly in your sermon leaned into baptism and our yeah. identity that we have in baptism. Uh, Cause you know, what is baptism? It's a washing and rebirth through the water and the spirit through the water and, and God's word of promise. They're cleansing you, cleaning you from sin um, and, and, and promising that each day you have a new slate, right? Mm -hmm. A clean slate mm -hmm. that, that uh, love keeps no record of wrongs. Uh, that you are, you know, marked, redeemed as a child of God, um, yeah. dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. That's right. right. And so stand on that. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah. You, I mean, you talked about like remembering, remembering our baptism, remembering our baptismal identity, right? And so, uh, you know, Martin Luther would talk about. I mean, I don't think he specifically says when you take a drink of water, but I'm thirsty. Me too. And these microphones are good. They pick up. They pick up. I get all the. I think throaties. I can even. I can even hear children playing. You know, <laughs> through that yeah, hundreds so of feet away through multiple doors. So, <laughs> you know, you might. Uh, you might also hear them. Right. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Um, 
But think of your baptism, hey? Think of your baptism, right? Yeah. You take a drink, your 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 mouth is cleansed, it was dry, now it's yeah. now it's not, mm. right? You felt thirsty, now you feel refreshed. Right? Think of think of Jesus. Think of, think of the, your baptism. Think of the fact that oh, this is what Jesus does for me. Mm. You know? Your hands get get messy. You know, you're working in the yard or on your car and you go and wash them off and mm. wow. I'm baptized. Yeah, really. I mean, that's the word. It means just washing. Right. Right. Yeah. I found this stuff. I don't do a lot of car work, mm. unfortunately. I wish sometimes I wish I were more of a man, but <laughs> <clears throat> the times that I, I have my hands have gotten like greasy and dirty and stuff, there's some stuff called uh well, what shoot, now I'm gonna Gugan? No, it's uh, like an orange clean. Mm. It's like, got like these orange scrubbies in it and stuff. Mm. It smells so good and works great. Wow. It's probably got all the best chemicals. <laughs> <laughs> Only the good ones. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, so anyways. Yeah, cleanse your car. Cleanse it with some orange tangerine scrub. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. So stand on that every day. I mean, I, I didn't, that wasn't a practice of mine honestly, not even that long ago, the whole like remembering my baptism. But that's, that's why I started crossing myself too. You know, I mean, you might, I don't, we're not always looking around in church and that's good. <laughs> like we're focusing on God in church, but yeah. I cross myself in church and I never used to do that, but I do that. I think of my baptism um, because like these little, these little practices just help me live into this reality. Like God, God won, mm-hmm. Jesus won. I'm clean. I'm saved. Like that's my identity. I don't have to prove myself to anybody. Like God, he, he vindicates me, you know, mm-hmm. um, and help me, you know, help me, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Give me clean hands. Psalm 24, baby. Yeah. Well, yeah. just, just kind of a, a word of maybe education there, but you yeah. know, you mentioned, you mentioned crossing yourself, right. And maybe a lot of people associate that idea with Catholic church or whatever, sure. which is fine. I mean, they do do that, you know, mm-hmm. um, but the whole intent. And if you, if you, any of you want to incorporate this practice, it's, perfectly fine. So if you pay attention, uh, at the beginning of our worship services, we begin our worship, uh, with what the words of the invocation, mm-hmm. uh, in invocation means to, to call upon, um, to call upon the name of God. Um, and we begin uh, our worship in the name of the father and of the son and of the Holy spirit. Why do we do that? To remind you of your baptism. It's a name you were baptized into. Yeah. Yeah. So as you enter the space from, days and weeks and hours of sinfulness wondering could Mm. could god really love me (laughs) Mm. you know am i am i allowed to enter his presence Mm. and to praise him really you know that's what that's why we begin with invocation so you have it already declared upon you before anything happens you're here you're you're a child of god you know you're baptized in his name and so as pastors we, we make the sign of the cross over the whole congregation uh, to remind you of the cross of Jesus Christ and your baptism. Um, but it's perfectly good, right, and salutary <laughs> that all people can, if, if you desire, you don't have to do this. There's no commandment about it. But if you desire to one Sunday or every Sunday or every time to make the sign of the cross on your forehead, your chest, um, in remembrance of your baptism, uh, Go for it. Do it. Yeah. The cross, the cross covers you. Yeah. You're good. Yep. Yep. So anyways, 
Cleansing. Cleansing, man. Cleanse. Just don't talk to me about doing it. I don't want to do it. I've done a detox. It's brutal, man. It's brutal. But you do feel really good. Cleanse. Yeah. What? I mean, this could go off the rails. We could talk about preparing for colonoscopies Holy and cow. all that kind of I'm stuff. But instead that. of that, we've not pushed this button yet. So Here we I go. I don't know what it does. Oh, oh, short version. Get ready for your colonoscopy. We'll see you there. <laughs> Okie dokie. We better stop. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're pushing the limits of our button. Uh, uh, you know. Anyways, we're pushing their buttons. Yeah, that's right. Pretty Oh, boy. All right. Oh, friends. It's uh, been good to be with you, Kevin. Good to be back, man. Yeah, good to be with you. We are nearing episode 100, and uh, I think we're going to switch stuff up by then. We'll see. Tune in. Maybe we won't. Tune in. All right. Well, hey, enjoy your water cleanse. Hey, you too, You got 32 ounces? 32. 32, baby. Let's do it. See ya.